on loop forever. No, you've never had chocolate. Put your plan on Rolling through the flowers You're going to end up in the cellar I'm riding you out of the Willy Wonka company. Oh, oh no! Put your You're gonna end up in the illegal chocolate vault. I'm rotting you out of my elevator. It's the Weird People Show, ladies and gentlemen, and if that wasn't weird enough for you, then we're people enough for you. We'd like to clarify, that last song is not on the new Willy Wonka movie soundtrack. So if you were going to go see that movie because you heard our awesome song and were like, I need to see that in the movie, then um, you're going to be disappointed. That song was actually a battle cry from the uh, Battle of Gettysburg. We brought in professional reenactors to help us do it. Yeah, you guys can go now. Um... Folks, we have an excellent show for you today. We're going to start off with a little bit of improv, and then we're going to read the news. I don't know what improv is, dude. (laughs) Well, then you're already halfway there. The most intentional DJ of the Seacoast. Dudes! Dudes, can you believe how cool everything is? I can't. Here in the studio, we're here, we're making our little recording, we're making our little podcast, there we can type in weird people show into whatever computer, because it now comes up on Spotify. Woo! Okay. Wait, actually? Oh my god. We have the Weird People Show podcast, it's official. Now listen, I will, sorry, I'm sorry Mark, if you're listening, this is WSCA LP Portsmouth, okay? I want everyone to understand that. That is our legal ID. WSCA LP Portsmouth, Okay. Community Sir. Radio. And uh, we are streaming on WSCAFM.org. We are also on the Snail Dio. Love the Snail Dio. At 106.1 FM. 
Hey, I got a dot uh, org shout out oh. for WSCAFM.org. I'd like to say hello to all of our listeners in South Texas right now because I know y'all are streaming. Oh! And just like those lovely, fine fellows and former neighbors Preach. of South Texas, you too, in your hometown, anywhere you can get internet transmissions, can tune in to us. How does it feel to have heat and feeling in your toes? Mm. Folks, you can't see it, but Cowboy's got on a Texas flag hat and he's crying tears of red, white, and blue color. So I can yeah. tell you that he misses home. And my tears oh, taste oh. like Lone Star beer. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to push this button. Call. I'm going to go like this. Check, 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 check. I'm calling my own show. I'm calling my own show. We're calling. We're calling. Where's right the... Now. Whoa. That's a weird one. I, I want to call and complain about the Weird People Show. It's too no. weird and there's too many people and it's too much of a show. Oh, gosh. Well, that's, all around. that sounds like a you problem. How would you feel Random if we reduced our show to the individual monotony program? That sounds much better. You all will do that, please. Thank you so much. It'll just be an ambient recording of the sounds you hear in a cubicle. The water filter rippling down the hall, Jessica gossiping on the phone, and it annoys you even though you do the same thing during work hours. That's basically what I've been hearing this whole time. It's just a bunch of office noises and typewriters, and and, there's also some fish. The thing is, I feel like I know people who would genuinely listen to that. Yeah, if you put a stethoscope up to this guy's heart, you just hear the shuffling of office paper. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to dump this guy. Dumped. Bullied. Ah, oh, jeez, brother. So, All right. That just goes to prove that you can call us. I'm still got some other things in my head, like from UNH. Hmm. But um, you know, we're just, we're WSCA kids now. We go to the University yeah. of WSCA. Yep. B and Ezra have dropped out, oh, and yeah, it's bro. official. Yeah. We're pursuing community radio full time. Yeah. No, I haven't. Um. I haven't told my professors yet, because I, I can just see the the sad looks on their faces. They're all going to start crying. Yeah, you just got that internship at the Seabrook Nuclear Reactor, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you won that with like the plan to redesign know, it completely from the ground up to be like, more efficient, right? Sorry, there's too many voices in my ear Francis Magellan first circumvented my two brain hemispheres. My brainstem blossoms. My spinal fluid evaporates. My best friend is bested. My friend's best is tested. Metal to the kettle and the moments arrested.
like a nine When I saw you at the truck stop with your thumb in the air And the weight of the world seemed to be your care But I had enough Oh, I had enough, had enough, had enough And you climbed in the passenger seat And you followed me Circumvented the world in car train and feet And we found our way Oh no, I had enough Oh I had enough Oh I had enough Yeah, yeah Oh I had enough And we wandered until our sorrels got sore And we wandered Until we didn't want any more And we sat on the porch Just getting old And you're the only person whose story I wanna have told Because I've had enough I've had enough Oh, I've had enough I've had enough I've had enough Oh, I miss you You. I've had enough. And we have the solo now. <laughs> because I've had enough. I've had enough. Because I've had enough. Because I had it all. I've had enough. I had it all. Because I had you. Hey, can I get um, three uh, candies? Okay. And uh, can I get one um, Shakespeare mints? Three candies of Shakespeare mints. Do you like a moon or a whoopee? Uh, oh, they no. come free with an order of four. No, I want the cushion sucker. Give me the cushion sucker. Okay, three candies of cushion sucker. And would you like that in a Brian Johnson bag, or would you like that in uh, your hand? Oh, no, I don't believe in containers, so just put it right into my mouth, please. Okay, open up and say, ah, one candy, two candy, three candy, four candy, hold on, this is a big one, and some, what was the other thing you asked for? It said it was a cushion sucker, cushion sucker. Oh, the couch sucker. There you go, kiddo. And that would be fourteen ninety-five and indentured servitude for four millennia. Honey, we're going to be late. Well, uh, darling, I'm so sorry. I was totally lost in my own head. Where are we going? Uh, 
We're going into a jungle near Mumbai. <laughs> oh, how delightful. I've been meaning to collect more tiger skin and perhaps be devoured by a large land mammal. Yeah, yeah. And um, don't bring any chocolate. The hubbin flies will get it. Ooh, is it all right if I have one of the bunnies left over from Easter? I can never eat them around that time. and It makes me sad for the bunnies. But no. in winter, when I miss them, I want them in my gully. Through complicated shenanigans, um, if you bring a chocolate bunny, it's just going to fly away. You know, shenanigan law is only growing more and more convoluted. I really think we have to have some kind of movement to simplify it for the non-kooky types so they can yeah. obey the legal code. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, what can you do? Mom, oh. give me my iPad. I want to play my game. Dear, you'll take the VR headset and you'll like it. Okay. Here we go. Bloop, 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 All boarding for a direct parachute flight to the jungle near Mumbai. It's Jimmy's World. Hey, it's Jimmy's World. Hey, it's a bunch of critters. Oh, we got one. Oh, it's Jimmy's World. Jimmy got back. Come here, Jimmy. Jimmy fights apes. Jimmy fights critters. Bloop. It's Jimmy fights snakes! It's Jimmy's world! Jimmy fights bats! It's Jimmy's world! Jimmy fights apes! Oh! He goes with another crater! Bloop! Bloop. Jimmy's world! It's Jimmy's world! Jimmy hey, snakes! Someone jump out of the snow! concerned Bloop. about them. Bloop. Darling, don't pay attention to them. They're, they're up to chicanery. We're more shenanigans type of people, I think. It's Jimmy's world! Yeah, see, that's world. what I'm worried about, though. Chicanery is... Not as pure shenanigans. I'm just worried I that he's gonna. It's gonna lead him down. It's a gateway to goofiness. Tomfoolery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my, tomfoolery. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, exactly. I never thought that for our boy. I tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. Like every other Dick, Harry, and Jack. Yeah, I mean, like I'm just. See, I'm worried. You know. I hear you, darling. You know, maybe we should turn on the news to distract ourselves from this terrible, kooky world. Yeah. Do you want a beer or anything? Uh, we got Bloody Marys. We got the mimosas. Uh, just, you know, there's the TV going, we can have the hockey Excuse game. Excuse me, do you have a, a Holy Grail on tap? Oh, certainly we do, certainly. Okay, can I get that and then mix with the Elixir of Life and with a spridge of uh, Diet Coke? You have Diet Coke, right? Okay, yeah, hold on. Dear, wait. are you sure you can handle another Holy Grail? You know the doctor just recently diagnosed you with paganism. You might explode. No, it'll be all right. It's a chaser. <laughs> Uh, sir, sorry, we're out of Diet Coke and Holy Grail what? and also the Elixir of Life. Sorry, that was just the gas coming out of the, um... Are you serious? Mr. Holtzman! Beijing? Mr. Holtzman! Excuse me, Mr. don't Holtzman turn away here. from me. I'm Mr. Holtzman, I'm Mr. Holtzman Wait, right here. excuse me, Mr. Holtzman, I'm Who's calling my, my name? Look, guys, just hold on one second. What do you mean, hold on? Look up at the TV and watch the news, okay? Look up at the TV and watch the news. Let's watch the news. You watch the news. Fine, dude. His name is Alan, and he's a nice guy. He's reading the news. It's Alan. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the 13 o'clock news. I'm your host, Alan, who's filling in for the usual host, Edgar, my brother. He sent me a letter a few days ago from the Arctic where he plans on jumping off the edge of the earth in order to reach the turtle. I was a bit worried at first, but Edgar has assured me that he will be able to make his rope infinitely long by wrapping the spool in the shape of a Mobius strip. So, he should have plenty of rope to reach the bottom with. Speaking of Earth, and, you know, the many forms it's taken over the years, recently a very useful course opened up right here in Portsmouth. Being taught by doomsday survival expert Ed Large, this class is designed to teach people about what to expect when the great giant dog that is the universe finally catches the Earth in his mouth like a frisbee. Or rather, 
Seeing as our planet changes shape depending on who's carrying it at the time, I imagine the Earth will flatten like one of those balls that can squish down into a frisbee mid-throw. This all-inclusive course covers several topics regarding the day of the catching, such as the science behind the Earth flattening like a gusher, and what to expect when all the magma at the center of our planet begins oozing out of the bottom. If you're interested in signing up, contact Ed Large at his email, thedogwillcatchusall at hotmail.com. Note for the listeners, the O in dog, it's spelled with a zero. Okay. In other news, a few days ago, a fisherman from Kittery, Maine, found a very unique split lobster and donated it to a wildlife research facility in Rye, New Hampshire. This lobster, which is half red and half black, is currently being held captive in its terrarium and put on display for humans and other creatures alike to see them. Please, free our gender queer crustaceous friend. They did nothing wrong, and they certainly don't deserve to be ogled 24-7 like some sort of museum exhibit. In an attempt to appeal to the citizens of New Hampshire, the split lobster was seen the other day using their claws to carve the words, Live, free, or die, into the side of their tank. In response to their partner being captured, the split lobster's aquatic polycule has started a petition which would need about 500,000 humans and or sea creatures in order to be put into effect. To sign the petition, you can go to freetheseabug.com. Please note, the E in seabug is an E. That's all we have for you today, folks. My name's Alan, and thank you for listening to the 13 O'Clock News. He's a nice guy, and he's reading the news. It's Alan. Alan. That's me. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Alan. Uh, Next here on the 13 O'Clock News, we have the romance story of Agatha and the bowl. Mm -hmm. But first, a word from our sponsors. Loading sponsors. The sponsors are loading. The sponsors will be here shortly. Brought to you by PetBot. Yes, PetBot uses algorobotic technology to anticipate your cat, dog, or possum's undesirable behavior and make the appropriate adjustments to your reality so you don't have to. This programming is really weird, honey, but this burger is just terrible. PetBot's combination of suction, time travel, and electric (laughs) shock ensures that you can relax and ignore your pet entirely. PetBot, another solution forced upon the world by Rocket Co. Rocket Co. Rocket Cow. And by Nose Plugs, the all-natural deodorant. You don't need to smell good if you don't smell at all. Nose Plugs. Not vegan. (laughs) Do-do-doop. And by the Coughlin School of Minor Injuries, promoting the value of caution to children and adults alike. Want to improve your knife skills? We have lacerations to fit any budget. Low door frame? Our contusion center has just the program to make sure you'll be ducking from now on. Whoop. Apply today to the Coughlin School for Minor Injuries. That's the Coughlin School for Minor Injuries. No pain, no gain. Coughlin School for Minor Injuries. Ow! Stubbed it. Fish swim in ponds. Big fish and little ones. <laughs> We're having some technical difficulties. Excuse me, the perpetrator is about to be taken out back and dealt with. We have a caller. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, go for it. Hello? You can keep going. 
WSCA. All right. Well, the collar is being handled. Hello. Here it comes. Fish swim in ponds. Big fish and little ones. Small fish and big ones. Big fish and big ponds. Little fish and little ponds. Everybody swimming around together. The big fish are important. They eat the less important little fish, and if nobody ate the little fish, then there would be too many little fish, and if there were too many little fish, then they would eat up all the essential plants, and if they ate up all the plants, every fish in the pond would suffocate and die. The pond would end up a smelly mud hole with no life but swarming mosquitoes and copious deadly bacteria. Rocket Co. Predatory, because we care. Rocket Co. Rocket Rocket Co. Yeah, man. (laughs) WSCA. Hello. The caller returns. The caller returns. Hello. <laughs> the caller returns. Once again, we are unable it? to comprehend. The caller is quite shy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Neto from Texas. Yo. Neto calling in from okay, Texas. Do you want to talk to us on the air for a second? All right. But there are rules. All right. Well, this we're going to put you on, just don't radio. swear. Really? That's my only question. Since when? Yeah. Hold on one sec. We got Neto wait, calling. wait, we can put them on the air now? Folks, we yes, have a fifth mic. We have Neto Yo, joining Neto. us from Texas. We just teleported in. Neto, are you on the air? Can you hear us, Neto? We can't hear him, Benjamin. Yeah, I think he's going to Neto, we're still figuring out the phone call This is the first time here. doing this. <laughs> For the listener, we have just reached into the fifth dimension and pulled out an angelic... Wait, I hear, I hear Neto. Hold on, everybody. I hear a very faint Stop voice. with our million instruments and wires and such. Neto, Diabla, can you hear me? There is a voice I love hearing. Neto, it's cold up here, my man. It's a real cold. You guys, poolside shorts, Aloha shirts. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! That sounds lovely. I remember those days. That was less than a year ago. How you doing, my man? Yeah, man. Well, uh, I was just tuning in and I wanted to give you guys a call. Well, thank you. Yes, you're yeah, our first thank caller. You for calling. Yeah. <laughs> Although you're very quiet. Have a great day. All hey, right, man. I think oh, that's, I okay, think that's Neto. Well, thank you for the uh, t- the technical test there. Uh, hopefully, we'll get you a little quicker, a little louder hey, next time. Do us a favor and really yell into your phone. Good to hear you. Yell into your phone for a second. Just be like, ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely an us issue. <laughs> All right, All right Neto. Neto. I love you, man. Regards to you and everyone down there, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes. Too good. Come on. We got call from Texas today. Woo. That's a long way away, and that's the magic of the internet. Oh, man. You know what else is magic, guys? Tell me. What? Chip's yeah. Sausage Parlor. <laughs> the best casings and pricings that will leave you guessing. Put them in the freezer or throw them on the grill. Yes, Chip's Sausage Parlor has got it all. We've got pork sausage, pig sausage, swine sausage, hog sausage, boar sausage, and even pork sausage and pig sausage. We've got sausages for kids, sausages for dads, and even a sausage for grandma. (laughs) Yes, Chip's Sausage Parlor. If it's not sausage, well, there you go. Chip sausages. Sausages. Sausage chips. Oh, and brought to you by throwing acid in your face. Are you dissatisfied with your appearance? Yeah. Of course you are. What? Throw acid in your face. Okay. Acne, warts, eczema, Sometimes. facial normalcy. Above. Throw acid in your face. The searing pain is how you know you're getting more beautiful. I can feel it working. Throw acid in your face today. Corrosion. Another solution to problems caused by Rocket Co. Rocket, Rocket Co. Rocket Cow. Yeah.
Shout out to Hannah Honeybee. Oh, yeah. She invented that particular uh, rocket code voice. <laughs> Hannah Honeybee, was this a former weird person? Uh, another weird per- she's yeah, a, she's weird. Once weird person, always a weird person. Yeah, Amelia yeah. Earhart's sister. Yes, yes. Wow. The first woman to skateboard across the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, it's too bad she also ended up on a mysterious island. Yeah. Manhattan. Yeah. Who knows if we'll ever get her back. I don't know if we will. Now, folks, we're sitting here in the sands of time, watching the grains whirl about with not a care in the world, but we know you've got things to do. You've got places to be. So that's why this next piece goes straight out to you, John. We know you're in your car listening, and we want to give you a real show. This one's for John. God, these people are, this is a really weird show. You know, it's like tuned right into it. It's like, what is this? It's the story of the time I threw acid in my face. Come on. It's the story of the time I threw acid in my face. I want to it's the story it. of the time I, I threw acid, acid in my face. <laughs> it's the story about a of the time acid I threw bag. acid in my face. It's the story of the time I threw acid in my face. It's the story of the time. I threw acid in my face. We had just moved out to a brand new place, and I was looking in the mirror at my face, and I saw an imperfection. I saw an imperfection. I saw an imperfection. It was right there on my nose. So I went to my neighbor, like I was borrowing a cup of sugar, and I said, Hey, buddy, don't be a little booger. If you have a corrosive liquid you can spare, then give it to me. I appreciate the share. And they said, I can see your imperfection. Imperfection. I can see your imperfection. She said that. I can see your imperfection. Imperfection, imperfection, imperfection. That I can see imperfection. And she went back inside and went into the basement. She pulled out an acid with ill intent and she gave it to me and she said, I hope that this acid will cure your nose. She said, I can see imperfection. She said, I can see imperfection. She said, I can see imperfection. And I blew my nose with the acid. And everything's smelling like roses. John, that was for you, man. If you want to drive your car into the front of the studio, we're on Islington Street. Just floor the accelerator until you see the most annoying building. And whatever you do, stop the car before you enter the station. Cars, unlike shoes, are not allowed. Yes, cars, unlike people. Hello? Hi. Is anyone here? No. I didn't mean to go into this room. Okay, then leave. Okay, bye. Someone step into my realm. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going back to the man cave. Okay. 
Bruins are on. Okay, see you later, sweetie. That's probably the relationship Ozzy Osbourne had with his wife. Oh boy, I wish I knew enough. This is some Charlie Pound, Charlie yeah, Brown Halloween job, special type beat. It's like, um, yeah, good, uh, good job. This is the Jack scene. Skeleton goes to the dentist type beat. This is the what's going on in Odie's mind when he finally snaps and attacks Garfield with a pair of clippers type beat. Oh yeah, this is the Farmer Eddie chopping it up in his barn type beat. I went to my lasagna and what did I see? It was Monday morning, just Odie and me. Yeah, there's John, he's my little owner. I think I'm gonna think some thoughts that are nasty. You, John. I hate you, John. I hate you, John, and I hate you, John. I'm gonna beat up Odie. Here he comes. I hate the way his little tongue goes blah 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 blah. <laughs> it's got so Odie. much spittle. Now tell me about Nermal. <laughs> oh, Nermal. Oh, Nermal. Got a package for Abu Dhabi. Got a package for Abu Dhabi. Got a package for Abu Dhabi. Our friend Neto's been there. Come on! Got a package for Abu Dhabi. Could it be a cat? Don't get snotty. Got a package for Abu Dhabi. Neto once has been there. Abu Dhabi. My name's John Arbuckle. My skin is so supple. My name is John Arbuckle. My skin is oh so supple. Abu I like spiders. I am a spider. I've never had a spider. How about some spider cider? Yes, please. I asked an insider about spider cider, but I could never get sight of her after I inquired. I'll pour you a grooming glass of spider cider. A grooming glass of spider cider. A grooming glass of spider cider. I see a smile on the top of the glass that dissolves the teardrops. Sorry, everybody. We got some new toys in the studio today. You're not forgiven, and you will be forced to drink a glass of spider cider. I got a glass of spider cider and a friend who's never in need. I'm never in need. I got a prophecy, I got a plan, and you best better take heed. For when I come up, you will all see my seed. I'm never in need. I'm never in need. That's how I be never in need. Never, never, never in need. 
Never, 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 never ending. Can you tell us what it means? It means split in half. I don't really know what it means split in half, I was told. I don't really know what told to split in half. I don't know what split in half is what I was told. I'm a human dictionary. That is one way you can become bun-fuzzled. Bun-fuzzled means confused. That's literally what I said. Bun-fuzzled? No, no, no. You said no, a way correct. to become bun-fuzzled. All right, next one. Caddywampus. Caddywampus is when you have a walrus as your golf caddy, and he gets a little, like, snippy. So it's a caddywampus, because it doesn't have the fun friendliness of a walrus. You're getting colder. That means... Uh, You're getting colder, because you need a gap if you keep at it. Let's hear the next word. <laughs> Gardilu. Uh, a Gardilu is where British uh, security guards go to the bathroom. Okay. And the next one is Teradiddle. Um... I can't actually answer that question because of a non-disclosure agreement, but it is something to do with flying dinosaurs. That's all I can say. Okay. Caddy Wampus. Caddy Caddy Wampus. Caddy Wampus. What's a caddy did? Caddy Wampus. Those Moro groves and the mall rats outbreak. 
liberty give it. That's the story, that's what I'm here to say. That ends the day to get your glory. But if you keep your head up, if you keep on moving, it'll never stop. And it'll always be grooving. That's what happens. What it means to kill the Jabberwock, my son. So don't sit back, keep on working, and take stock till you're done. So hast thou slain the Jabberwock? You better answer that question today. Kalu, Kaleo, Fragis, for you, they might say. And I knew a girl named Kate. Wabbit. And fromage. Arenaceous. Because we're dangerous. Avaricious. Conspicuous. Fibble. Fibble. Vaporous. Venomous. That might be a Harry Potter spell. It is. Nudisteria. This one's easy. Choir. Choir. Squire. Deny her. Raccoon. Splatoon. Raccoon. Raccoon moon. Yes. This essay, I will prove that the movie Scarbro. Dune was a documentary about Saudi Arabia. The thesaurus fell into the tar pit. The thesaurus the fell into the tar pit. Extra words are swallowed. The thesaurus fell into the tar pit. Speak in simple language. How the dinosaurs die. Bloviate. to the weird people show ladies and gentlemen and we are just epically um well we're, we're improvising it's what yeah. we're doing and for us it's fun for Actually, you are you listening i'm not sure i wrote all of that lyrics and musical notations on the back of my palm before this show started oh. i've been sweating a lot but i was able to get most of it well and also another addendum is that daisy wine more or less recited the jabberwock from oh yeah his head which he never <laughs> continues it ceases to um, impress and disgust me at the same time. Yeah, and I mean, Did I wish I knew that many weird words off the top yeah. of my head. I was it's, reading from a it's in blog. Glass. Okay. But it was also Monty Python. Yeah, I got it. Right? 
Um, Michael I, Michael Palin made a movie of it. Okay. I take an interdisciplinary approach. Okay. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Cool. Well. Cool. <clears throat> Calliope, upward. Right. Calliope? Yeah. It's time for Calliope. 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 Okay. So so we've got this epic poem that we're working on here. Yeah. We have a very religious episode. <laughs> yes. Sunday. I guess it is Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. You're listening to our and, Sunday uh, best. This is a this is an epic poem about a kid. Uh, who gets himself thrown into a bad situation because there's a brand new rocket ship and it's going to go all the rocket way to Jupiter. Go. And the the he got thrown into the slot because his daddy, you know, sort of signed him up for something that he didn't want to do. And uh, so now he's going to, he's, he's, he's on the road. It's a story as old as George W. Bush. Yes. Yes. Or, you know, whoever. And... Uh, uh, yeah, he's now on the road and he's traveling. So that's really all you need to know now. And also that it's a long time in the future and everything else you'll figure out later. And it's Calliope. And it has tenu tenuous connections to our entire uh, WP universe. And it's Calliope. 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 Calliope Station. We now present to you verse two of the ballad of Marcus P. Fletcher. Calliope Station. Orbiting Earth at that time, there were many space stations. In fact, it took a team of mathematicians to keep them from colliding, but the queen of them all was Calliope. The crowning jewel in King Rocketco's crown, Calliope shined. A beacon of hope for the downtrodden and left behind, or so the team at Rocketco Marketing would have you divine. From a central globe there sprung seven stems, and on the each of each stem was a wheel on the spen, and in each spinning wheel there lived hundreds of dozens, with their uncles and nieces and husbands and cousins. They worked in the works, they shopped in the shops, they farmed on the farms while they docked on the docks. Many built spaceships, though few people flied them. Indeed, most people were seldom inside them. Most people on Calliope lived and then died, keeping Rocket Co. supplied with microchips, manifolds, plant-based meat pies, and whatever else may be required. No people on Calliope ever required, retired, desired. One such servant was Andrew Elijah Bartholomew Stowe, whose grandfather came to Calliope eight decades ago, a young refugee from the water wars with a thirst for adventure. He signed on with Rocket Co. for a five-year indenture. But his debts piled up high as his children were born, so his indenture was amended, and thus commenced a cycle that never quite ended. And so Andrew Bartholomew got all he could get in hopes of one day paying off his granddaddy's debt. Space traffic controller Bartholomew Stowe told ships when to come, when to dock, when to go, when to load, when to dump, when to pump, when to set, sail, when to trim, just like his father and his father before him. Andrew Elijah Bartholomew Stowe, Space Traffic Controller 370, was sat in his seat as he was every day, yet inside his mind, he was miles away. He was in a daydream. There were rolling hills and sheep. His shepherd ancestors were beckoning to him, and he went towards them. He was drifting off to sleep, when all of a sudden his console went, Beep! He blinked. The dream was gone. It was a popped bubble. Oh, joy, he said joylessly. Tis the afternoon shuttle. The shuttle resembled a roly-poly bug, that or a flattish loaf of bread. 
It carried out its charge with the manatees, charge of course being the transportation of human bodies. From the various and sundry surface point A's to the various and sundry orbital or lunar point B's, and then to take them back again, or for that matter, to somewhere else as it might please, you know. On the inside of the port support, there sprawled a gallery, which was opulent yet mediocre food court. There were tables and chairs and benches and beds and kiosks with little signs that read things like drinks or kosh, which is basically a trendy type of bread. On each side, there were windows, 200-yard windows, for whomever wished to witness this miracle firsthand. In this age, the number of those people was dwindling, consisting mostly of children and elderly, and others who hadn't the salary to travel in port to ports regularly. They looked out their windows agrily. Most people were sat down in their seat, or that, willing, patiently willing the journey to end. Some read a few ogled, and many wore goggles, each with some private adventure or novel, playing directly in each person's head. Leah, Elena, Milana, Wartania strolled through the promenade, smiling. It was a smile of her mother, Milana on Wartania, who had found a new life on Calliope. The fact that her mother had found was... (coughs) The priest is having a bit of trouble. (laughs) Preach, baby, preach! The life that her mother had found was averse. In fact, it was worse. Serving the pleasures of Rocket Co. executives proved problematic and eventually traumatic. So Milana on turned to drinks and drugs, martinis and shots, and squibs and pugs, and lo and behold, her backlog expenditure rendered her lifetime inadequate to pay off her indenture. And so as the laws of servitude dictated, a sample was taken, and for a clone was created. For as Milana had neither husband nor children nor pets, there would be no one left to pay off her debts and for after her virtually un- inevitable and timely death. And that was Elena, or Leia Elena, if you were to address her with respect. A clone brought forth for a singular purpose to pay off someone else's debt. Now as the years passed by, Leia Elena became wise, she thought, Maybe this isn't the life for me. So she contacted a friend she knew from the clone shelter and got herself some retinal genetic alteration surgery, thus effectively erasing her readable registered identity. Nowadays, she lived by her wits, by her smile, and by her quips. And when times were leaner, she lived by her hips, but mostly by seeking out pockets to picks. At ports, or on port-to-ports, places where there's lots of marks, and travelers made delicious fishes for poor and hungry, charming sharks. As her smile led her across the galaxy, she took in every face and circumstance. She could size you up from your shoes to your salary with one semi-casual glance. She glanced here and there. She saw hucksters and widows, servants, a dentist, a priest of glory with her apprentice. She didn't see any particular attractive candidates until a table 22. She spied her quarry. Boy. Intently hunched over a tablet. He was clean enough to be a prince, maybe even a king, if you gave him a rinse. The way he hunched gave her a hunch that she could eat this boy for lunch. She thought for a moment then tensed all her muscles and scurried toward where he was seated. And then, struck by an imaginary worry, she stopped it, stopped him, she proceeded. Sorry. She blurted and caught his eye suddenly. Could you tell me how much longer we have on this shuttle, please? For a moment he froze, first lost, then captive. It was all she could do to not burst out laughing. Uh. He stammered. Uh, yes. 
Uh, he repeated over again. Looks like about 45 minutes. Suddenly, she was seated right next to him. You seem a little anxious. She started gently. But it doesn't seem like your first time flying. I guess I am. He admitted. And it isn't. Oh. Two things that despite the strict non-disclosure agreement he had just finished signing, he saw no particular point in denying. Well, if you feel like talking about it, I've got about 45 minutes. Her eyes were like marshmallows, sweet and soft and full of grace. Well... He hesitated. Let's just say I'm cramming for a test I never wanted to take in the first place. And somehow she softened further. And how did you find yourself in that situation? I didn't mean to pry. I guess I was born into it, said Marcus. I understand completely. She said, and she did, so in this case there was no need to lie. My advice is to rebel, she said, and she meant it. Maybe after this I will, he said, looking like a beaten child. Suddenly she felt bad for him, and she almost relented. Then she remembered her mission and smiled. My name's Lena, she beckoned, extending a hand. I'm Marcus, said Marcus, and shook it. And it was at this point that Leia, Elena, Milana, or Tania located everything that Marcus Blee Fletcher had of any value, and over the course of the next 45 minutes, took it. Okay, you are listening to the Weird People Show, if you can believe it. We are the Weird People, and this is our show. Yes. I feel like I don't say that enough, okay? Whoa, 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 because whoa, whoa. the number one reaction when I ask people... And with, the few people that have said, oh, I was listening to the show. So, oh, huh. They, they said, I was like, what is this? The Weird People Show. It's the Weird People Show. That's what it is. Which I feel like is pretty intuitive. I feel like you could probably guess that just by being like, wow, these people are weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you hear the Weird People Show? I don't know, but I definitely I don't know, heard They were just saying a, a bunch show. of weird, like, five-syllable words <laughs> and then, like, putting a beat to it. <laughs> were those all five syllables? Uh, no, no. I, I'm just... What was the know. fuzzle one? Uh, bum fuzzle. Bun, I think so, bun yeah. fuzzled or bum, bum fuzzled? Bum I believe it was bum fuzzled. Like a like a booty and then a fuzzle. Whoa. Hey, booty! <laughs> I have some disco, like, P-Funk language. How dare you say the P-word? Party is about to be arrested. Wait. Yo. Wait, wait, wait. Yo. We're coming up on the hour. Do we have to put things out? Oh, oh I will be. Okay. We should, we should also, also read, read some, some community... community. Calendar, calendar, the community, calendar, the community, calendar, the community, calendar. God's trying to tell us something. But first, let me tell you that we are listening to WSCA LP Portsmouth. That's WSCA.org. Thunder crashing. 106.1. F. That's FM. Call us. We just got our first caller today. Thank you, Nito. It was amazing. Nito. And I love Neto. He's the best. Neto. Ernesto. Yo, this is another shout out to Neto, baby, because we love you. The phone number is 603-430-9722. If you are not the smartest person in the world and could not memorize that on the first time, the phone number is, for the second time, for everyone who's not the smartest person in the world, 603-431-722. Um, 430. 
Okay, I was so lost in the Al Gore voice. Leave it to the professional, okay? Six zero three. Yes. Four three zero. Preach. Nine seven two two. Just like Mama used to say. Yeah, just like you said. Four four six three seven two zero one nine four two. Just kidding. It's six zero three four three zero nine seven two two. Jokes about the phone number leaves the phone lines blank. Jokes about the phone number no one gives us thanks. Are you out there? Are you not? Are you listening with your ears? Or you got your thumb stuck right on both sides of them? Whoa! Hello. Good job. Hello. We got a caller. We got a caller. <laughs> Oh we my have gosh. so many callers today. Everyone decided to call. Yeah! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's We're a surprise to us. Ben won't say. Yo, talk to us, Cowboy Curtis. Can you hear us? No? Cowboy Curtis. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> hold on. I gotta do this. Jeez, Cowboy Curtis, are you there? Ah. Yes, we got the Texas contingent calling in today, baby. All of Texas is listening. Yeah, oh. This is Cowboy Curtis calling in from San Antonio, Texas. I wanted to let you know that this show is huge down here. This yeah! Is- yeah. <laughs> put together. <laughs> Heck yeah, Cowboy Curtis. Yes, sir. We're out here on the ranch by the pool. Nice. nice. Hanging out at the Chili Mocha Ranch. Chili Mocha oh. Ranch. I remember it so fondly, Curtis. Thank you for calling in. Having some Lone Star beers. Yeah. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. We're just on a Chili Mojo bench here, freezing our little mojos off. <laughs> my mojo's blue. Come on. <laughs> we have to record this on the street with a Coke bottle and copper wire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cowboy. Well, I wanted to let y'all know that, uh, yeah, you guys are rocking, and we got a crank to 11 out here. Yeah! <laughs> do, you, do you have any requests for us to do, like we could stand on our heads or, you know, sing a, a certain Willie song? Willie Nelson's always appreciated. All right, we'll give you a little Willie Nelson. We'll give you a little Willie Nelson. Yeah, we want, we're going to yes, cut sir. this out of the podcast, but we're gonna, it's on the official, okay? <laughs> Yes, Cowboy Thanks Curtis. Thank you very much. All right. We love you, man. We love you, Texas. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Cranking it out. God Texas fans Texas. are the best. Woo. All right. He's out. Thank you, Cowboy Curtis, for calling. Come on. Who's who's bringing in the phone call? It used to be Kombucha Katie. Now it's Moxie Mike. Moxie Mike, the guy you like. And not a drink that you want to drink. Moxie Mike's the guy you like. There's things you don't want to think. Do you say you don't want to drink Moxie or do? It's like, gosh, it's, I think I've become a local. I love it and I hate it. (laughs) No, it's, it's a, drink Moxie. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. It's like medicine that doesn't do anything. Moxie, yeah, it is. It's, It's it's supposed this to be This is anti-moxie propaganda. This we is anti-main moxie. propaganda. It's moxie a, is not it's an full of anti-moxidants. Hey. It does right. do something. It, it heals your soul. <laughs> We're going to have to hear a couple of your words from our uh, sponsors here while I figure out um, a Willie Nelson song. 
Good enough. Uh, Willie would approve if he was drunk enough, I think. <laughs> Willie would approve regardless. That okay, was beautiful. Good. And oh, Texas contingency great. off the top of his head. Maestro. Come on, baby. Whiskey Joe. I hope that was acceptable and we did y'all right down there. Crack a Lone Star for me. We can't get it here. The Willie abides, man. The Willie abides. flowers while I screamed about I was in back on his Mustang going north on 476 we were cramped and uncomfortable with my feet on her beat <laughs> she said she wasn't very good wasn't very good at wasn't very good. So I asked her if she would. Wasn't very good. Cheat on me. Kill me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're listening to Weird People Show right now. I got to look at our levels. Your boy, they were up. Oh, you know, we're, try, we're trying to give you some levels in Uncle Clip. Gotta give you some levels. Not gonna be too much for your little, your little head zones, your little head pieces. Someone pull Ben's head out of the percolator. That boy is bubbling. Nothing like a nice hot cup of whiskey, Joe. <laughs> All right, Sonny. Here you go. And you're ready to play those tracks real good, aren't you? Y- yes, sir. Wait That's a minute. Right. What? Which ones? Well, we got Aunt Hilda. That's always a classic. We got uh, whatever one you want to play that's off the top of your head. Apparently, we can just summon Willie Nelson right here in the studio. Or at least the spirit. Unfortunately, we can't do it too much, or else we won't have a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Darn copyright laws yeah. cutting out yeah, pieces of myself. No. 
Yeah, and I don't actually know the actual laws. If you if you're a copyright lawyer, give us a call. Tell us what we're allowed to do. But I happen to know some things, which is that we are currently a we're we're broadcasting from a radio station which has a broadcast license, which you can therefore play whatever songs that we would like. We can also cover whatever songs we like, and it's probably not an issue. It is not an issue. Secondly, I know that we, as a free organization oh, yeah. that makes no money, are allowed to do lots of things that other people are not allowed to do. Wait, we don't make any money? No, we do not. Not currently. Where have I been getting my paychecks from? I've been getting them, no, too. Yeah. Been, don't been, even mess around with them. They've that, been clearing. Don't yeah. even mess around I'm, I have benefits. I've been raising a family off this community radio salary. Not well, obviously, but I have yeah. been. Yeah, no, that little, that little shack is... um. <laughs> It's a very nice shack, I will say. I hope you get uh, ventilation in there soon. Bro, dilapidated is the new cozy. That's yeah, all yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. say. Hovels are in now. Yeah. They aren't hovels anymore either. They're bungalows, right? Yeah. Okay, now, in the next piece, I'm supposed to read something. Check. Oh. I'm supposed to read something apart. And I will. Okay. okay. That's all there is to it. Well, let's Ooh, jam out on the spanking that base. here. You jam it out. Oh my gosh. So. Okay. So coming up next, uh, we have our dear friend Ezra, who nobody is better than. Daisy Wan Wyatt. Daisy Wan Wyatt. Daisy Wan Wyatt. Daisy Wan Wyatt. And uh, <coughs> this is his piece that we're all going to read. Yeah. And what we like to do is have each other read our pieces because A, it's a huge ego trip, and B, <laughs> it shows us things we didn't know. You know? Like and, see, and see yeah, everybody so ruins see it. Stroke yeah. my ego, teach me something new, and dash my dreams. You know? Like this? Okay. <laughs> That's called being a teacher. That's <laughs> called being a teacher. God bless them. So frightening. <laughs> check, 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 check. Yeah, check, you made check, it check, sound check. less like you were, like, confirming or and more like a command. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it is, and that is how it has been said. Yeah, so yeah. it is written, and so it shall be read. Folks, you're listening to Christ in the Courtroom. This one's called Crash in the Courtroom. Okay. Views expressed on the Weird People <laughs> Show have no relation to WSCA, its board of trustees, or any of its underwriters. <laughs> and now we present to you the cookie thing. What's it called again? Oh, yeah, Christ in Court. Christ in the Courtroom. The stenographer's boots type slow on the linoleum, clip-clop like how horses used to pass in Nazareth. The floor is polished. The reflections of the long fluorescent lights seem like snakes, and I expect them to scatter from the footfalls, but no. Everything's so orderly at the courthouse. They're trying to set a good example. Earlier, I saw a teenager with dirty fingers tugging ingrown hair while the fat bailiff chewed him out. Something about a dog's skull in a snow globe? The bailiff couldn't be angry, right? Because he could only gesture like it wouldn't make him jiggle. The dirty fingered boy's skin tented under the follicle until the hair popped out like a cork and sweet wine trickled down his neck. The bailiff paused in shock. I thought appreciation, maybe before he jammed his fist into the boy's mouth and jerked him into the courtroom. Tongue and cheek, not for the meek. I thought of preaching. The boy didn't mean disrespect, your honor. But I'm no lawyer. 
Render under Caesar what's Caesar and such, I always said. I went into the bathroom to poke around for lepers and whores. The boy really hadn't meant any disrespect. Just a horse swishing her tail. I came out the bathroom and boy and bailiff were gone. Clip-clop, say feet. The barnyard's full. The bailiff opens the door and calls. Miss Magdalene? Only he pronounces it Smith. But Mary still seems to understand him because she gets up all tall and well-dressed in the big bruise-concealing sunglasses and clips, clips. Over in her high heels, I watch the walnut door swallow them both with a pneumatically delayed gulp. And I lean against the bench. Without shoe heel echoes, the hallway's just me and the soft hum of some gargoylic water fountains. It's hot, too. I can smell the window wax liquefying behind me, and I'm sweating through my blue button-up. A line cloth if there's a next time. In school, we read The Trial by Franz Kafka. In it, a man gets what he deserves and complains. I intend to do the opposite here. Mr. Christ? I turn. The bailiff is looking left and right in a hallway empty except for me. Mr. Christ? Only he misspoke. I say, Yes, sir, tis me. He swivels slow his shining head. The judge is waiting. I get up off the bench and walk into the courtroom. Rising to the ceiling are rows of seats occupied by everyone I've ever known. Third from the top, he sits small and flower-faced and indistinct from the rest of the petals of the wet black bough. In the rim center squats a three-legged wooden base supporting a lengthy pole, which supports a small square platform atop which, poised as a king before commoners, stands the judge. Whiskers ripple from my arrival. The only silence are the judge. Jowls wrinkled beneath his powder and hair thinning under a feathered wig. And the corpses of Mary and the dirty-fingered boy. The boy's body is bleeding unequally from the neck and heart. Mary's head is more whole. Smells like a cockfight. The judge leans forward and motion casts a spectral plume of dust which spreads to a mist that descends gently to imbue my body's disorderliness with an accumulation of chalkboard lessons. I snuffle amidst his learning. The judge lowers his head, inhales his pale miasma, and throws back his chest to bellow. Unleashing a dusty poltergeist up into the room's soul light. The platform shakes and sways, and we watch the judges pull, teeter, creak, and bend till it seems fit to snap and bring his rigid body back to our earth. Instead, he stands transfixed, staring up into the circular fluorescent light until finally, slowly, conscious of the weight of lunar wisdom, he tilts his Mussolinian dome till our eyes are level and interlinked, as if intimately bound by two tongues, lengthy and invisible. He tastes nervous. He's looking past me like a stage dancer, counting beats behind glassy, partner-fixed eyes. He says, Gentlemen, ladies, bailiff, 
Truly, it is I who ought to confess. <gasps> the crowd cocks its collective head. This court confesses to vulgarity. You good people endow this station with sword and scroll and straightforward charge to collect evil, but oh! The judge withdraws a long-fingered hand from his morning coat and slashes at the crowd. Our particular trident sails through the fetid air. Oh, good people! I confess myself unable, for evil lies in the turpitudinous soul, but this court... The judge stamps his foot, sending down a transitorily leg-shaped cloud of dust. This court... This court can touch only the flesh. He weeps. (laughs) And the crowd does as well. For the judge's tears seem to be tendrils of water flowing from a far-off desert storm. A storm whose flashes illuminate a curtain of rain. A rain which binds heaven and earth in a crackling marriage of thunder and enlightenment. Yes, good people! It is not only our God's task. Is it not worship for futile, repetitious pursuit of a soul? He holds up both his hands, and the crowd leaps to their feet. From my perspective, he carries the circular light aloft as you bleat your praise. The commotion of rooster blood scent and livestock sound fill my mouth and eyes and coax to just over my wisdom teeth the undulating heart of my nostalgia. I recall a giant wizened hand with wrinkles like ocean waves setting aside a fragrant myrrh in my crib to conceal the manger's persuasive reek of ass and awful. I weep for my teeth around the tale of my childhood. The judge smiles. He raises a palm-scraped red raw with soap and veiled in fine white grit. A ghostly hand dissipates behind him like a spell. The crowd's cheering declines gradually, and he wags his fingers to the slackening intensity of their screech, summoning a bleached microcosm of the aurora borealis that disintegrates into stinking air. So, the body. He looks into my face, the cornucopia of innocence, that Pandora's inversion, and says, Sir, you stand accused of, on the 27th of March, entering the house of Lisa de Salle and filching from this good woman <gasps> 642 and a three-quarter inch televisual set. How, sir, do you plead? I don't. The crowd murmurs. Murmuring. And after a brief moment of calculating blankness, the judge smiles, drops his head, then lifts it to look at me like a dressing room mirror. He says, Come on now. How do you plead? I don't plead. Only God can judge! The judge smiles wider. A book it prepare him for this. I'm afraid that this is the people's court, sir. You are witnessed by your sovereign! The lackeys smiled in the bleachers, feeling themselves on the field. The illusion is light on the weak man's skin. I feel hot tears well again, for the cross is a vantage overlooking the debasement of all men. I weep. 
the salt tracks mixing with grit on my cheeks to perfume my lips with Gessamine's flavor. I speak thus to the judge. Jerkwad! You act so bigful, but you look so nervous. You don't look comfortable. I bet you don't let people see how you get up there. <laughs> the audience recoils and giggles. The way you do when an animal curls itself against the bars but hasn't yet beat out its blood. The judge cringes above the rising snickers. He jerks his dusty palm up and says, <laughs> I say, Yeah, yeah, order the second Peter 216. The judge's brow furrows, his eyes softening to the marshy queasiness of an adolescent pedant who doesn't know. He hardens and shouts, Enough of this! You are a moral lunatic! You should be clapped in irons! The crowd barks like a <laughs> I wipe hot salt tracks from my cheeks and say, You don't get them. You don't get them like I do, you sugar-coated cinnamon man. The crowd ah, roars ah, approval. Ah, eyes. You waddling dust bunny, you yeah. can't even understand that I'm here for you! Silence! You fool! For that boy that you killed! I demand silence! He breaks his erection to hack and wheeze out white powder, growing red and purple from the collar. I whisper, I am the second coming! I am the third! His fifth! The crowd stands their feet and cries out to their magistrate. Pounding his chest, the judge wheezes, You're nuts! So are you, Freaky, you just have a more consistent act. The judge's pupil swollen eyes widen like portals through which evil steps onto earth, and he wordlessly withdraws an ornately patterned pistol from his robes, levels it to my chest, and shoots me through one outstretched hand, the gun bucking down and back, his platform swinging wildly, a second bullet through the second palm. My chest and the judge's head shrinks, and the ceiling flares wider. I'm on the floor, water and blood seeping from this sense endowed grave, head lolling to the side where lays the dirty-fingered boy, and I pity him, for he must have felt the woolly black encroaching his vision center to be a closing jaw, where I know it to be merely the inhale before my name is fake anew. Resurrection, baby. It ends for everyone. In confirmation, I hear a crack and see the judge's platform bending like a splintered elbow, his body falling like a horse, and I smile as he screams. The end. Well. Fun with Jesus, fun with lawyers. We're in court. I or the pastrami, you or the beans, and we'll share the fried pickles part. Ha ha! Yeah. We, the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice 
tranquility. D-D-D-D. We provide for the common defense. We promote the general welfare and we establish justice and tranquility. To pass on to ourselves and our future generations all the blessings of liberty. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Singing well, too. Thanks. It sounds great. I just killed my friend. <laughs> and I buried their body in the earth. I saw the Eiffel Tower, and so I killed my father and buried him in the earth. I walked down the street and La Torre fell, and so I killed my mom. I buried her in the earth as well. I'm gonna kill the world because I like blood and bury them in my garden. And that's the song. Sing the French part again.
what other languages? Uh, those are the only two I can say anything meaningful in. I can introduce myself in Arabic. <laughs> I do that a few times. Um, Assalamu alaikum, my name is Mipi. I'm a Tolibafi, Jamia, New Hampshire. I'm a Toli. I'm a Tolibafi, Jamia, New Hampshire. I am a student at the University of New Hampshire. I'm a Toli, Avashami, New Hampshire. What? I'm Toli. Avashani? Are you trying? I'm trying to repeat you. Oh, no. Um, okay, so you would say Anna Tolib. Anna Tolib. Fee. Fee. Anna Tolib Fee. Jamia. Jamia. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. So that's how you would say I'm a student at the University of New Hampshire. You say Tolib because you are a boy, and that's the masculine version. Tolib. And what's the feminine version? Toliba. Toliba. Makes sense. Yes. Fun tip. If you're ever listening to someone speak Arabic, um, if the word they're saying ends in ah, uh, it's probably feminine. Right. Which doesn't matter for like most spoken. nouns, but if it's about a person, then you know. So, you know, if you hear someone say, Ana doctora, you know that they are a girl and a doctor. Jimmy Feli. Sing your French song again. Si 
said, Tell her runners, tell her runners. We are all very sexy. Tell her runners, tell her runners. Tell her runners, tell her runners. In the car, in the car, tell her runners, tell her runners. In the car, in the car, tell her runners, tell her runners. What language is that? Spider webs. Spanish. Oh. Tell her runners. Tell her runners, tell her runners. Tell her runners in the car. Got spider webs in my face. Got spider webs in my bed. Spider webs in my face. No se vean los payasos. No se vean los payasos. No se vean los payasos. Hay manos, hay manos, hay manos in the basement. Ezra, I know you're learning Turkish. Do you speak any other languages or do you speak Visage. Turkish well? Tengo muy mal español. Tengo español muy mal. Hablo un poco en inglés. Hablo un poco inglés. Something about people's face. <laughs> Visage. I'll kiss you on your face, mommy. Cherie. Visage. When you kiss in France, Visage. they call it the French kiss. English lyrics to it, but I'm not quite sure how I would translate it. You could sing them in English. Okay. Baby. 
spaces watch the sun bleed the sky feel your thoughts drifting by think of past and present creating this moment we're all here so for now just stay here I'll hold you we'll matter together and watch the sun go down sick yay <laughs> that was uh, an original Finky Dink in the Toaster song yeah. written by uh, I'd say it's a collaboration yeah I know Ezra came up They're with the, the music and then I just threw Très some bon. words on top yeah, it was it was a very interesting thing because like I missed one of the um, practices we were doing and then like Ben sent the recordings in the discord and I heard that song and I just like my I could literally feel my heartbeat just go like all over the place and I'm like oh. I this needs words. <laughs> That's so pretty. That's, nice. so glad to hear. Yeah. That's how I feel about war. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of things will make your heart just go through the floor. Wait, so that was an original song by Finky Dink, you guys? Yep. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's Finky us. We're all. weird people, we're also Finky Dinks. I think and you toasters. could probably sell that to an art film Finky Dink for their soundtrack. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, I'm, I'm thinking 1960s cafe vibes. Oh, man. Mm. Yeah, that's Rome, what I was hoping to go for. Like, Vespas, it's a kind of song you would yeah. listen to while you're watching the sunset. Hence, I mentioned the sunset about a million times. <laughs> you're sitting alone in the city of lights. It seems like everybody else is a partner as they're walking past. They're wrapped up in cigarette smoke, so it seems like nostalgia, like an old film with the grain all over. Them. Yes, yes. Even though it's bright, you seem perpetually cast. He's getting tired. Hat brim hanging over your five. <laughs> when he gets tired like this, he just keeps talking. What are you gonna do? <laughs> It's amazing, though. It really yeah. is. It's about the ramble. We can ramble. We only have 15 more minutes. We only have 15 more minutes. Oh. And I want to tell you guys huh? that, first of all, this is the Weird People Show. Yes, yes it sir. is. This is the Weird People Show. WSCALP, Portsmouth Community Radio, 106.1 FM. Did you say WSCALP, Portsmouth? Yes. I think you did. Yes. Yay. You're the best. 603-430-9722. That's our That is the correct phone number. number. Don't listen to anything else anyone tells you. That's the number. We are brought to you by The Button. The Button. Woo. The most enthralling game our generation of Argent. We are brought to you by The Button. The most enthralling. <laughs> we are brought to you by The Button. <laughs> the most enthralling. Ge- Cowboy, stop. I wasn't even me. <laughs> Cowboy, <laughs> the button, the most enthralling game of our generation is here. Yes, the button. But. Just push the button but. and see what happens. Success, 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 success. Failure, failure, failure. Success, success, failure, failure. Success, success, Remix that. Success. And the good times roll on and on. Into infinity. Yes, the button. Available for free right now on your device. Another surveillance measure designed for you by Rocket Co. Rocket Co. Make better even more good. Turn success into even more success. Let failure inspire you to work harder. Turn apathy into obsession. Strive for more, even if it kills you. 
Make sacrifice your first priority. Work yourself to death. Rocket Co. Aggressive solutions for what the world needs. Rocket Co. Oh man, I need a vacation, but everywhere I could go is just way too crowded. Oh. I just want a place to relax in peace and quiet. Mm. I think I think I know a place. And no super outdoorsy areas either. I'm not a huge fan of nature. Sounds like you want a holiday to nowhere. Nowhere? Nowhere. With Void Vacations, you can enjoy the deepest, darkest area of space, the booties region. Complete silence for five seconds. (laughs) It's 62 (laughs) megaparsecs away from the nearest galaxy and 700 million light years away from Earth. That sounds fantastic, but how do I get there? We ship you off in your own personal sensory deprivation spaceship. You will be so relaxed that you will never want to leave. Will I even be able to avoid vacations? Because don't you need a break? Brought to you by Meredith Sour Pickles. Pickles so sour, they're downright unpleasant. Yes, our friends down at Meredith Sour Pickles use the choicest unripe lemons, pure citric acid, and the bitterest of feelings to make you these unbearably sour pickles. So next time you visit your local grocer, won't you inquire about Meredith Sour Pickles? Meredith Sour Pickles. If you try them, you won't try them again. Meredith Sour Pickles. Brought to you by Rocket Cow. Rocket Cow. Rocket Cow. And by shoes. Whoa. Are your feet bleeding? Yes. That's because you haven't been wearing shoes. Yes. Yes, shoes. Providing essential pedal protection since rocks. Shoes. I'm afraid of change. Another age-old tradition co-opted by Rocket Co. (laughs) Rocket Co. Rocket Co, baby. That's what we're brought to you by. Now listen, you guys. Yes, sir. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. Yeah. I can't even. Just listen to me like this. Okay, God. I'm speaking. Yeah. Next week on the Weird People Show. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Next week. Next week? Next week. Next week is happening? Okay. Next week is happening on the Weird People Show. Next week is February 4th. I thought they had canceled Sunday. That's my bad. Uh, We have our dear friend Nikki back with us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That means we're going to get started in earnest on some of these series again. I think we'll just keep going with Zog and El Gui. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we're on, we'll be on episode four of LGUE, of which we have twelve. What does LGUE uh, stand for? Twelve. I, ha- I uh, it stands for Lover's Guide to the Unspeakably Eldritch. Thank you. I just wanted to hear it again. Yeah. Uh, I th- it's going to be either eleven or twelve episodes. We'll see how long it can stretch it. <laughs> right. Oh, and is yeah. it is it a is it? I think it's a radio event, or is it a, a series that hasn't necessarily been renewed yet? What? Is is Lover's Guide to the Un Speakably Eldritch, a miniseries or a series that may or may not have been renewed? So it's kind of its own series that like started off as, you know, you know, a little radio series. I think what it at the end of the day, what it's going to end up being, though, is a spinoff because um, uh, when we had Ezra's friends doing readings with us and stuff and Aiden recommended that I go into like the lore of the narrator thing um, I came up with a new idea for an entirely different series focused on the narrators of you know these stories and like the universe that they live in and considering it's you know a lot more like 
world building and mm. stuff like that i might you know once it's finished oh. consider that the main series and ldue and offshoot Real. okay well there you go so lots of creative juices flowing through that particular organ we're squelching in here and uh, we are going to continue with Zog. I am up to Zog yeah. episode, working on episode 10 right now. Yeah, buddy. So that's got plenty of juice in the old um, internal organ as well. And then we also are going to get started on Captain Quixotic. Let's go. Captain Quix. Which is, a new, which is our new um, series, a sci- science fiction, straightforward science fiction series. Uh, but we'll start, and all these things will start to relate to each other in a web of horror um yeah and ezra's gonna write something yeah something short yeah yeah and And ezra's gonna be with you know his same cryptic stuff i want this one to make sense and make people happy okay okay yeah think so far for me thinky dink just makes so much sense and makes me so happy and i just love to do it over and over again oh we're just on the air right now, but I have a note for Finky Dink. Yes. <laughs> we need to have the guy, when the guy's hair catches on fire, yeah. he needs to scream. Yes. It's super missing. Last time it was like, and his hair caught on fire. And then it was like, what oh, do we do? Okay. Finky Dink, hair, fire. He, he must scream. scream, that's all. He just yep, has to yep. go, Wah! But otherwise, I think we really nailed Finky Dink last yeah, time. Yeah, Finky Dink was fun. We had the right, it was the right narration, it was the right sounds. You yes. could really see that giant we toaster had, shooting flame. We flanked. had a special guest to bring it all in. Oh, yeah, your sister was here, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, she was I was great. wondering what that sound was. Like <laughs> that was last, me this whole the last time. 10 minutes. I know. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how not to be noisy. It's a lot. Lots of wires here. Uh, we are figuring it out, folks. We really are. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited about all that stuff, man. And Cowboys, you know, he's got his, his tickers thinking. Yes. Uh, he might give us something. Who knows? Ooh. Maybe get a chapter two. We Maybe we'll circle have around with Dr. Two. Goggles and the Muskrats. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Dr. Uh, Fudata, Fudurata. He's a real person. Uh, Brigadier Fortunata and Brigadier me. Yes. Perhaps another interview or something like that. Is possible. We should have him call in and, or zoom in and do an interview with him. Yeah. I'll yeah, see yeah, if yeah. I can touch. Food's, food is a mysterious man. We'll see if he's game for it or not. Yeah. I think he's done some radio or stuff. Or an improv. A, a zoom improv. Real. We'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll reach out. I'll reach out. Uh, but yeah, Cowboys got a whole bunch of good friends out there in Texas, as we found out today when they called. Yeah. Uh, yeah, life is just so good, and we just love each other so much. Does anyone else have anything to plug or say before we start to wrap up here and play our song? I don't, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I want to tell everybody out there, thank you, and we're starting to figure this all out, and uh, we just want to make sure that we're making a good show for you. Real. Uh because it's going to be fun for us no matter what. And gosh knows, we're having a good time. And you know what? When we're having a good time, it's yeah. easy for other people to have a good time. But sometimes when we're having a good time, it's hard to actually listen with your actual ear holes because we are so um, dissonant and noisy. But that's okay. Well, you say we put a bow on this thing. Put a bow on it. With a little lucky angel. It's dark as heck out here. 
<laughs> and it's a long walk home. And it seems like all the street lights.
Let's go! This has been the Weird People Show, and we're so glad to have played for you and expressed our love for you and expressed our love for each other and for ourselves. And on that note, you should all love each other and love yourselves. You're listening to WSCALP Portsmouth. Let's go!